Triple M's. Oh! It's gone sideways! My word! That has gone sideways! Oh. <laughs> Cricket Fan Podcast. Bloody <laughs> We might all be in COVID lockdown, but that doesn't stop the demand for cricket content. So the Triple M Cricket Fan Podcast is here to talk through everything that's not really happening in the world of cricket. Uh, my name's Rudy Etzel. I'm your host. I'm joined by Ethan Meldrum to my left. How are we going, Rudy? I'm good. George Porter further to my left. Good to see you all. Anything to keep me watching AFL coaches dancing on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and then so far to my left, he's actually on my right. It's Tommy Beers. Hello, mate. Good to be back. It is good to be back. Um, we're going to talk a little bit of Australia A, but before we do, the um, the most recent news uh, from Cricket Australia is that their finances are somehow in a massive hole. Um, They're shot. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have been following this. It was kind of like um, went from everything's okay, we're all fine, to actually we're in massive strife here. Everyone is laid off or stood down. Really or, odd. Or on a massive pay cut. I don't get it. They've missed, what? Two ODIs and a Shield final. Mm-hmm. Where have they lost their revenue from? I've got a, like, so I listened to um, I mean, the Final Word it. podcast with Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon, and they had Pete Lawler on, and he said that um, effectively what they've done here isn't so much run out of money as looked at a future in which no India series happens and gone, right. we might run out of money, and then that's uh, So they're, the, trying, to stop their right. they're trying to keep yeah. a little bit of a war chest for I don't even know if and... they're trying to keep a war chest so much as they're like- um, Stop the bleeding. Yeah, I, I think they've sort of um, forecast a catastrophic future where, but I, I think they expect that to not be a. They're planning, planning well, for the World Cup too, as yeah. well. Which yeah, yeah actually, got to also take into World account. Cup. Yeah, well, I don't know how much that money looks that like made in off more that. danger than the Test summer. I think you're supposed to start in October. I think you can say categorically that is gone. Yeah, for sure. The, Certainly this year. There's anyway. no way you're going to get. Yeah, you're going to get all of those countries. Yeah, no, simply not happening. India would be a better one, but they're they're currently in lockdown. India, they've cancelled the IPL. Yeah, and Surav Ganguly, who's the head of the IPL, has said we. Um, he said that he was like, "Well, we we can't even put a time frame on this. There's just yeah. no point even pretending to know when this is going to." Yeah, um, cricket administrators are worried, or the cricket Australia administrators are worried that it's going to be October that they go. We're back. We need to do an IPL straight away to get our coin ticking over. Yeah, and then so, uh, well, so, that, that that's where literally all the cricket money comes from nowadays. Is the IPL would be more lucrative than even an Australia India series? I would have thought. I'd imagine. I nearly, so, yeah, yeah. No, not for us, but certainly for them. For them, yeah. I think any any cricket, any sporting administrator across the world, the world, yeah, will be just taking whatever they can get at this moment. And you'd think that the real big dogs like India will be just straight away flexing muscle as soon as they can. Like that's, yeah. you know, you'd sort of take that as red. Um, there's been a bit of chat that if a series does happen down here um, between India and Australia, that if, there'll be a fifth test. Yeah. Um, with the with the test uh, against Afghanistan being jettisoned. That's just to sell more TV rights, I would imagine. Yep. Because, like, um, they pretty much do, they run on cycles of four years and they have, like, up cycles where they play England and play India here yeah. and sell those rights for a squillion right. bucks and, and whatnot. But it's... Um, I, yeah, can it's still looking... see, I can still see a test series happening here against India. Well, if it's only one because nation. Because all you've got, it's, it's one nation. They can, they can probably organise a flight to get here. Who knows what it's going to be like in They're going to have to time. quarantine. They would have to imagine. quarantine yeah. elsewhere probably for two weeks. Yep. Um, and then you've got the entire Indian squad, the Australian squad. There's been talk about playing it in, in the same location. I'd like to still see them playing in 
different, different locations because then the pitch is different. Different. Yeah. Like, if you've got five tests in <laughs> we'll Adelaide, just play him at the Gabba the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Five day night tests the Gabba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I still think this five is, nil. And by the time you know Australia's tracking okayish, we might be able to get a certain number of people in the crowd there. To uh, certain, I'd, I'd be. You know, you're, not, you're not getting your hundred thousand on Boxing Day, but you know, mm. if you've got a a ground that's big enough to separate people in bays, you might be able to get 10, 15,000 people. I would be staggered to see uh, crowds at any sport in 2020. Yeah. Anywhere around. Um, the world. Yeah, I, I agree. But yeah, I think, but I think a test series here against India is going to happen if cricket Australia are shitting the bed as much as they seem to be. And certainly, certainly failing that, like if India don't get off the ground and the conditions pretty, pretty bad over there, Australia, New Zealand theoretically could be a backup option as well, because both. I've heard that both, they floated. Both of us have, you know, sort of got things fairly under control comparatively mm. to the rest of the world. Like that's, it's a lower risk it's option, yeah, but it's low risk in international. The whole point of getting India happen. here is to sell the rights and they're not going to fork television um, stations aren't going to fork out the big bucks to get New Zealand. It's better no. than no test summer at all. That's true. Yeah. Mm. I can't wait. Yeah. 2020 is going to be great. We've had this, you know, the bushfires. And yeah. then if I have to watch Mitch Santon bowl in Australia, again, <laughs> this is, just, this is the end of it. What's happening? Twice in a year. <laughs> Gee, he's not happy. He'll stay over there. Yeah. He'll do anything not to David come Warner, 335,000, not out. Yeah. Um, the other option, of course, has been floated by a few cricket nuffies around the, around the way is an Australia V Australia A series. Now this is really, uh, being cricket nuffies ourselves, yeah. it's really pricked our, uh, our ears up. Um, I'm the only one here that's old enough to remember the original Australia A series <laughs> out here in 94, 95. This was genius and I wish I was old enough. I was nine. Um, and it was, it was amazing. So th- th- pretty much that year they had England and Zimbabwe out here for a try series and they looked at it and gone, we might need someone more competitive here actually. <laughs> yeah. and, and so they've gone, well, who's more competitive than Australia? <laughs> so they've put together an Australia A team and listen to this Run squad. through it, Rudes. This listen is to this squad. Damian Martin was the skipper, right? Um, and then in alphabetical order, you had Joe Angel, Big Joe, uh, Phil Emery as the wicketkeeper because um, he was the next best one at that point, um, Matthew Hayden, Merv Hughes, who was sort of the other end of his career trajectory, Shane George, who you probably haven't heard of, Justin Langer, Darren Lehman, Peter McIntyre, Tom Moody, Ricky Ponting, <laughs> Paul Rifle, Gavin Robertson, and Greg Rowell. Michael Bevan also uh, was like shunted between the first and second team and played some oh, games with Australia shit. 8. That's pretty serious stuff. The the bowling, not so much. Um, um, that batty. M- Moody and like Moody uh, sort of came went along with it. So did Joe Angel a little bit. I think both of them are World Cup winners. Um, Paul Rifle, obviously an absolute star. But that batting is, I mean. We're so envious of that. Like think of, the things that we would do to have that batting. The names depth. are about to run through for well, today. Yeah. To, well, you think about that, Hayden and Langer and Ponting, there's like. That, that, that's, Martin, there's nearly that's 30. That's a test top four. Well, there's, and there's, there's, there's probably, top five. Yeah, there's probably 34. Four thirty-five thousand test runs between yeah, those, those yeah, five guys. Crazy! Like, it's incredible. Can you crazy run through one. the story about Paul Rifle? Well, yeah, my that's... dad has told me this, but you can you, you go. This is uh, um, there was a lot of conjecture growing up. So after basically Australia A beat England in the um, last game to make it to the final, um, much to everyone's mirth, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Australia subsequently picked Paul Rifle, who'd been the best of Australia A's bowlers. But didn't play him. He's just there he's to run 12th. drinks. He's yeah. the 12th man. Uh, uh, and then there's been a lot of... Shifty. There's been a lot of, uh, you know, conjecture that they did that deliberately to to, to shaft Australia A, who by that point, everyone had jumped yeah, on. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, my right. dad always told I, me that everyone got behind Australia A. Yeah. Not that they didn't like the Australians at the time, yeah. but, just, you know, the underdog story and... I heard an interview with Mark Taylor where he's basically like, 
Yes, of course, we picked Paul Wright. Because <laughs> he's the best, their best bowler. He was the next best Australian quick. We wanted him in our setup, but also, you know, if you can take it away from them, yeah, yeah, it's well. fine. So, yeah, but um, it was also it really pissed Mark Taylor off that, that the Aussies were um, not favourites. They were like, what? You know, we go away to India and Pakistan and yeah. England. We come home and we expect everyone to yeah. love us. And not even here. Not even here. <laughs> so, yeah, fair play. I can I can see why they, that's why they never did it again, because yeah. the Aussies were like, we want to be supported here. Um, but anyway, so we've put together. Uh, we put it to the people. We put it to the people. We put it out there. Um, to the millions. If to this millions, was going to happen, happen. If this was going to happen, what would your team look like? Yellow baggy um, greens, hopefully. Mm. <laughs> Yellow baggy yellows. Yeah. Well, we yeah. flagged yeah. it as a four Yellow, or baggy, five day yeah. team. So sort of a, a test side as yeah. such. I know um, what I just said then, by the way. Yep. Please yellow, baggy, <laughs> yellow. <laughs> oh, no, God. No, you no, can't no, help no. yourself. As so, opposed to, I don't know what. We, no. we, <laughs> we, collated, we collated your what you guys said. We also had to come in over the top on some of them. Um, but our side ended up as follows. We're going to open with the Victorian duo of Marcus Harrison and Nick Maddinson. Pretty and, popular picks, those two. Yep. They were either one or, if both of them weren't, one of them definitely was in a lot of people's teams. That's right. Uh, and in the same way that um, the Aussie team, the Australia A team had picked Murph Hughes last time, we needed a bit of uh, experience to, to add to the backbone of this lineup. So it was Minkawaja, who we assume won't be picked for the Australian test side. Well, Actually, we should, we should flag what the team, who we left out. So we left out the last test team that played for Australia yep. in... Warner, Burns, Labashane, Smith, Head, Wade, Payne, and then Stark, Cummins, Hazelwood, Lyon. So outside of that, this is the team to take on that team, yep. hypothetically. That's right. So yeah, Uzi at three. There's a uh, test average of about 40-odd, which mm-hmm. is uh, something of a luxury in an A-side. Um, we've gone for Curtis Patterson at four. Another um, popular pick. Yeah, already has a test uh, ton under his belt. Um, looks like a real talent for the future. Without doing his hammy, probably... Could have, yeah. Well, you feel like well, yeah. he, so he would have played he get more test from cricket. The the squad, actually, what happened? I think he injured himself on the back end of that Shield season, so he right. played, played. He made his test debut, made a truckload of runs against Sri Lanka, yep. and then I think he got injured the back end of that Shield season, and then didn't get picked right, in the okay. Ashes on the back of being injured for the back half of that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he's, okay. his last twelve months have been a write off essentially. Yeah. And every comeback he's had, it's just been written off. Mm. Uh, at six, we picked Marcus Stoinis. Did you get to number four? No, I didn't. Five. I didn't. We picked a ha- This is the, the centerpiece of the whole team as well. Our captain, Glenn Maxwell at five. Your captain. My captain. <laughs> yeah. captain. I was pretty uh, unilateral. He came in over the top. You didn't sound out, out, out the, the people cup. for that one. No. I chucked the toys to out of the To be fair, he said, I'm not really doing well this. for the stars. Mm. Yeah, he's a good captain. He did a really good job. He's a good cricket mind. But I said, we're not doing this if Maxie's not in. And he has to be captain. Um, and I think that's fair enough. I'm simply not, I do not accept that he's in neither the top six or 12 batsmen in Australia. Uh, I'd, I'd still have him in our test team. Like, right. he's, it's a luxury having him play You're for Australia. You're a man Australia. after my own heart, Ed. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so we'd have him skipping, skippering. He'd probably, you'd probably give himself a bowl, I'd imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we went for a seam up uh, all-rounder as well at six in Marcus Stoinis, the oil rig. This was the hardest spot to kind of this was the narrow spot. down because there was, a lot, of, there was um, a lot of nominations in the all-rounder space. Mm, uh, a lot of love for Cam Green. Cam Green... Uh, was very stiff to miss out on this. And you could argue that you could probably, if you were being picky and wanted to sneak him into the side, you could pick Cam Green and take a spinner out if Maxwell was willing to be that first spinner. But then we decided that having a frontline spinner was probably 
more essential. You're so, bowling to Smithy and Labuschagne. He, yeah, <laughs> he's he's unlucky to miss out Cam Green, so we'll put that on the mm-hmm. table. Yes, we will. Uh, uh, yeah, I mentioned Marcus Stoinis because you got to you got to get the oil rig in there. One of our faves. That's right. And um, had a very good summer mm. all round. White ball, red ball. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. Yeah, we're talking about favourites. Then old Spotify is stiff to miss out. He is. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and stiff in a lot of other departments as well. <laughs> <laughs> he went like, there. Imagine how much he'd be loving the Zoom. The Zoom. <laughs> oh no. Uh, <laughs> question in at seven. Another absolute lock. Alex Carey. Um, if we're being fair, Dinkum, he probably would be captaining this side out of oh, no because brain. they want to roll him out as the as the skipper at some point in the yep. future. Um, maybe maybe he can you know get Maxi's ear. Yeah. Uh, so these Alex next Curry, three, these next three were almost locked into every themselves. team. We do have a an absolute um, an embarrassment of riches in the quick bowling department. So um, James Pattinson, Michael Nisa, and Jai Richardson are yep. our seam bowling attack. Could all step into the Australian team at. A drop of a hat, absolutely. if required, well, and do a good job. James Pattinson is first choice, really. Yeah. yeah. They, they contend for any test team in the world. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Um, I think, I don't think they view their, f- as a, as a first 11 test, like bowling outfit. They're just like, we have a bowling like squad. Uh, squad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Pattinson and Nisa would probably open, or actually probably Pattinson and Richardson would open with Nisa's first change, which is pretty handy. Mm. Um, and then we had a lot of trouble picking a spinner because there was just no consensus. At no all. one jumped off the page. No, there was a bit of love for Adam Zampa, but I think that's probably got to do with a love cafe more than <laughs> yeah. his actual figures with the red ball. Well, we got to have him in the team with Stoin. Well, just good right. for team morale. That's right. He can be 13th now. Yeah. <laughs> but he so missed out. He can, be, he can be the team's like caffeine uh, practitioner <laughs> or something. I don't know. Um, we should probably flag that maybe Steve O'Keefe was probably going to be a walk up start until he decided to pull yeah. up stuff. Would have absolutely been in this very heavily. He didn't decide. Cricket New South Wales decided for him and just didn't give him a contract. I think think it was more of a your sacks, no, I quit sort of thing. Yeah, Yeah. I'd say. Which is a shame because he's Um, the second best spinner in the country. He is. Well, there was a bit of chat about John Holland, but we probably couldn't go there either. Um, we ended up deciding on Mitch Swepson, who's been around squads. Yeah. yeah. He was squads. added for the was last the test yeah. Yeah, for the mm. Sydney test match if but required. But tell you what, if you got him on a flat deck up against uh, Marnus Labuschagne and Steve Smith, it could get boy, ugly. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I, I think this one's actually pretty straightforward, to be honest. I think Swepson's last 12 months, especially with the Red Bull, have been mm. really good. He was not this equivocal off-air. No. Was he? No. Yes. <laughs> I, I was. The other one. Not, Ash- not quite Rudy Glenn Maxwell unequivocal, <laughs> which is on another planet, but I think it's pretty straightforward. The other one was Ashton Agar considered for that uh, bowling off spin bowling option, but do you really get much more from Ashton Agar than you get from Glenn Maxwell with a red ball? Like, I don't it's know. I don't he know made a either. test debut in England when he did, by the way. Yeah. yeah. It seems insane to think now that as recently as 2013, Nathan Lyon He was, was over the top of him, yeah. Yes. Ashton Agar. Uh, and then in the 12th man spot, we've gone with Will Pukowski. So we, we, you know, we'd like to say that that would be a competitive 11 with the Australia side, but it simply yeah. wouldn't. No. Unfortunately, no. We at would get the end of the day, it would get spanked, mm-hmm. the, um, that you, Australia you, team. You just know Mitch Stark is bowling Marcus Harris first over. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Maddo <laughs> would go to water against this Australian attack. Depend, well, they're playing in front of no crowd. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 the crowd <laughs> theory. Yeah, yeah. The crowd theory. The, the crowd that's theory. The other thing. I could actually see Nick Maddinson pogoing blokes as well. Like That's the other thing. But then, yeah, it would probably fall apart from there. That's, I think it's about enough for us. You'll hear, we'll, we'll chuck the, uh, the, um, the team up on socials and you can all have your say. Thanks for listening and we'll see you um, whenever, you know, we're around Something next. <laughs>